Make this Valentine's Day one she'll remember forever with an engagement ring from JamesAllen.com. James Allen knows each love story is unique. That's why they make it easy to custom design engagement rings at up to half the price of a traditional jeweler. Choose from tons of conflict-free diamonds, both natural and lab-grown, then pick your ring setting and metal. Shop the James Allen Valentine's Day sale and get 25% off with promo code ACAST. That's 25% off at jamesallen.com, promo code ACAST. What do you want to do? Intro. Hello. Right. This podcast gets interrupted by a dog barking and I apologize. A lot. It's Ted. Deal with it. Welcome to um, episode four. Yeah, thanks for listening to one, two, and three if you have. Uh, what's this one about? So this one's mainly about Halloween, me going off on a tangent. Um, obviously you guys like talking about different other holocrums, Matt, um, who's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, we went off on some tangents, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, actually, no, you know what? If we're going to break it down, it's basically Halloween, horror movies, and pet peeves. Yeah. And it's lemons. And lemons. It's the beginning to our pet peeves, actually, because I think we should do a more like Our own pet cemetery peeves. of pet peeves. Yeah, a pet cemetery of pet peeves. Well, this was just a cinema of pet peeves. Yeah, we'll, we'll elaborate. Cinema pet peeves. You'll find out all about that. We are now available on Apple Podcasts. Spotify. All the other stuff. Google Podcasts. Because multiple, multiple places. Loads, whatever you listen to, thank you. Uh, subscribe to it, rate it. If you do want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at, at Neofull Podcast. Especially uh, if you want to see us eating lemons as well. Yeah. For forfeits. If you want to see some forfeits. This um, is just the beginning, by the way. Like, it's probably going to get worse from here, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be hard to step up from eating lemons. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. So, Matty, have you ever watched a film called Halloween? I might have seen it a couple of times. Uh, not a big fan, are you? I'm not. Not, a big fan, <laughs> not much of a horror fan. I'm not. No, I'm not big on horror films. So I'm nah, it's, it's not his thing. It's not his thing. It's definitely not his thing, is it? You want to talk about Halloween? I do. That's pretty much going to be the subject of the whole podcast. Here we go. First of all, I was watching Us a couple of weeks ago, and the amount of people that were on the phones in the middle. Of the fucking cinema. Really? Just this fucking happened. Snapchatting. And I want to talk about cinema etiquette because it fucking pissed me off and I was really close to saying something. And I'm quite a quiet person. This happened when I were watching Halloween, the premiere of it as Look well. That. Midnight, really? Midnight showing on Halloween. I went there, right? For Trafford Centre in Manchester, right? Midnight showing. Yeah. <laughs> Midnight showing. I thought, you know what, there's going to be a, like quite a few Halloween fans from Manchester going to this, right? So I went there, there was, there was a few Halloween fans, but I was the only one dressed up as Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> With a mask and everything. Like a proper nerd. Um, yeah, and then nerd! We went, nerd! And, uh, <laughs> and then, like, 
Obviously, they was like, oh, you're going to have to take your mask off before you go into the... Uh, <laughs> the I was like, okay. Really? I mean, I was trying to, like, play the character off as much as I could without saying anything. We apologise. That is Ted. Ted! Are you chewing that boot, Ted? No, just scraping for Ted, oi! Enjoy our really good podcast etiquette as we're slating people in the Go on, Matt. <laughs> Matt's gone full on dad mode. Son, what you doing? <clears throat> but yeah, um, we're back. As we was, uh, as I was there, like fanboying over Halloween coming on. Next minute, to the left of us, oh, Ted, are you having a laugh? Oi! I'm trying to tell a story here, pal. <laughs> I hope this is entertaining so far. The first three minutes we've been interrupted. By a fucking perfect dog. start, absolute perfect start. It's panned out now. We're okay. Oh, Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was a row of guys behind us, and they start off like just being quite rowdy to begin with. And I'm sat there like, are you fucking? Serious? I don't get that either. Why be rowdy yeah. in a cinema? Well, the thing is, right, it was a midnight <coughs> showing. Like, you think only people who really wanted to watch the film okay. would turn yeah. up for the midnight showing? Lads, so, lads, 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 lads. Yeah. And yeah, they just all turned up. They clearly didn't give a shit about the film. Um, and they were just talking between themselves. And next minute, one of them answers the phone and is on the phone really late Whoa, to the wait, I'm in like, the, In the middle of the film? In the middle of the film. No. I'm like, are you having a laugh? Why like, would you do that? Like, talking really loud on the phone and then the phones are ringing and I'm like, like are, are you serious? So everyone started like kind of turning around to them and just telling them to like shut up. And then uh, a, a couple of them like walked out eventually but then... Just like throughout the filming little bits, they just kept being like proper, like, shall we say, it? dickheads. Yeah, fucking knobs. Absolutely no jockeys. And it, kind of, you know, like, it was kind of annoying because I was so excited to watch it, but it, obviously it didn't, it didn't ruin it for me much. But it ruined it for everyone. It ruins it. Well, it's it. all experience, like, isn't it? Yeah. I was watching Us. People, first of all, if you walk in after the trailers, you're an asshole. I always feel... I always love watching the trailers, mate. The trailers are part of it. If you're not yeah. there oh, for yeah. the trailers... Yeah, it's part of the experience, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because you get to get excited about what's coming out. I don't mind if you're a little late. I can deal with that. But this couple sat at the front, so they made a decision not to walk in our eye line. I'm, I'm fine with that. That's courteous. Sit at the front. Do not Snapchat people a photo of your legs up on the seat. No one gives a shit. I could not care less and just Snapchatting throughout the whole middle of the what? to the point where I just walked down, stood at the end of the aisle and just stared at them. Which it's is annoying. a bit creepy, but No, it is annoying. It's and annoying. there's one more thing like when you're in a cinema as well, which is another pet hate. Should we just go on about pet hates for a bit? Yeah. Like why not? Let's do it. Bring it. So um so <laughs> when you sat oh. down, the movie's about to start, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> and next minute five people decide they want to join your role. <laughs> and they have to get past you. Sorry, excuse me. Can yeah. you stand up? So you're Sorry, can you just get through, please? You've got Thank all you. your food ready and everything. The film's about to start and you've got to stand up. It's like, are you kidding? Like, like five people going past constantly. It's like... Yeah. Depends what's in me, you go, because I go one on Middlebrook. Oh, that one's, that one's, that one's, that one's a game changer. That's a game changer, that. Awesome. Yeah. But still, it pisses me off, the fact that people are on the phones. I don't get... How shit is your life that yeah. you decide, do you know what we should do? We should go out. We should... should enjoy the film experience. It shouldn't be down to that, like, oh, I'll go on my phone. I'll pay to be in this room. Yeah, just to go on my phone. But I'll go on my phone. 
to go in that yeah. now as well. Like, I mean, how much did I pay for a ticket show for Endgame? Um, I think I, was, I must have paid like 20 quid for two tickets. Yeah. For Middlebrook. Middlebrook, yeah, and then food. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a night out and you go and you enjoy the cinema, but people ruin it for others and it really pissed me off. However, Us is really good and we'll probably talk about it on one episode or two. Yeah. What's another pet hate, Matt? Or what's one of your pet hates? People crunching food halfway through the film. Like all na- nachos. Are going on cinema pet hates? Here, right, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. so I'm fine with popcorn. Obviously, pop- popcorn is the standard food to have in a cinema. <laughs> that is fine. That is absolutely fine. But when you whap out your smelly fucking nachos halfway through the <laughs> yeah, fucking film, yeah. and then all you get, the- oh, Vin Diesel's just gone past. <laughs> um, but then when you whap it out and you have this horrible, horrible smell of like stale salsa, just like waft you right on the nose. Yeah, it's the smell so- of the cheese I hate. Oh, it hits the back of your nose. You're like, oh. It's like, oh. Yeah. And that, and cinema hot dogs. Because I remember when we went, went watching you the triple it. bill at I Captain like America. Cinema hot dogs. Oh, they're awkward. Cinema hot dogs. Like, they're really awkward to eat. It's not. It's just because they're so fucking dry. Yeah. Like, why are they so dry? The cinema. What have they done to them? Not, and you're paying like. Where have they been? Prices for it as well. I never have one for that reason. <clears throat> I only have one if I'm desperate. Like the time we did the uh, Captain America. Yeah, that was like a that was a survival tactic, wasn't it? That was like a triple. Was it a triple bill of Captain America? And yeah. Because we stupidly turned up there last minute, we ended up with the crap seats right at the bottom on the floor. Where our necks were crooked, <laughs> looking up at the screen. And his Captain America film is not—they're not short. No, like, they're talking not. like and Civil hours. War isn't short. So we was in there for a good seven, eight hours, watching films with our necks just looking up. By the time we were coming out, we were like walking down the street, looking up at the sky. <laughs> Speaking then, of which, sorry to interrupt. How do you feel about sweets, sweet packets in the cinema? All right, I'm all right with it. It annoys me. Like, um, if you subtly try and do your best not to make a sound with That's it. That's the best thing about it. Like, even with, <laughs> even if you, if you manage to sneak a can with, like, something in, like, it's the be- subtly open it. No, it's the best way you try to do it. It's like a really quiet scene, and then you're like... And, and, yeah, and that's when you do it though, you wait for the time when, especially if you're watching an action movie or something with a lot, like, builds up a lot of tension, like you wait for all that music to come in and all that noise and you can just crack it open and open your packet of crisps. But just be quick with it, <laughs> get over and done with it. Wait for a jump scare. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> Zimmer music comes the <laughs> I know what you mean, because you do get those, some of those people when it's quiet who, they try and do it subtly, but it's not subtle at all, like, yeah. you know, slowly <laughs> open the packet, it's like, fucking open it and leave it. Just commit to it, we're alright with you eating. And then there's, just then jump there's right in so it's easier for everyone yeah and then there's a silence and you think right we're good now and then like you said <laughs> then, then the crunch begins oh sloping at the bottom of the drinks here like oh. sound it's like oh my god it's the worst thing ever you just want to dump like the popcorn over the <laughs> that and the pet peeve of whoever you go with them asking you questions halfway through the film oh, of what's going on yeah, yeah. You, you watching it with them like who's this person I don't know watching the films together shut the fuck up <laughs> my over half I love, I, my over half I love it to bits but the fact is that when we went watching the last Planet of the Apes like we marathoned the whole three films in one day just to go for the last one at night and then um, we're like watching it and there was like so what's he gonna do I, was like, I swear <laughs> to god if you do not shut up right now 
you are walking home. <laughs> to be fair, I was that person when I was watching Halloween, like when I was pointing out all the like the little Easter eggs that I found in it. I was just nudging, like the we person next to me, just going. Much, That's a reference to the last. That's what we're going to talk about, though. Yeah. Where should we start? Do you want to do Halloween, the first one? Mike should probably need this, considering he's... Uh... The king of Michael Myers. Yeah, correct. What do you want to talk about the first one? Like, Not Mike Myers. Uh, I love the fact that I pointed out pedophile Bob. What? Do you know about this? Like, I've seen Halloween what? countless times, and I've never picked up on that so like, bit dialogue in it. Hang on, let, let's backtrack on this bit. What? So I was sat down, uh, me, me, Jeffs, my brother and his wife, we were sat down, we're a big fan of horror movies, um, and you've seen the first Halloween. Yeah, you? yeah. You know who Bob is. Yeah. He's, uh, the one with the glasses, the one who Michael Myers on, stabs and, and pins him up against the... Uh, yeah, the yeah. So yeah. when... Lisa Mangan, impressive piece of artwork. Yeah. When he picks him up... Uh, his girlfriend. They're sat outside. Laurie's looking after the child that... What's her name? What's the character's name? I should know this. Laurie. Who's the Laurie's looking after? across the street. Annie. Annie. Annie's with Bob. Yeah. And the, no, Annie's not with Bob. Annie was at that Annie's house. The, the and then Annie leaves to go meet up with... Oh, um, she, no, he's not. No, Annie leaves to go Bob. meet up with a, uh, a boyfriend. No, she doesn't. She gets killed while we're chatting. She doesn't leave. She, well, she leaves to go get in the car, don't she? To go meet up with... The guy. Then she gets killed by Michael Myers, and then um, um, Linda turns up. Linda turns up with Bob in the same house that yeah. Annie was babysitting in, and they realise nobody's in the house yeah, yeah, because yeah. Annie's got killed. Because she's with Bob, and they talk, and they're like, oh, they're playing with one another, and they're messing about, and then he goes, oh, and maybe we'll play with. And then Lindsay, they're on a bit Lindsay. Yeah, enters the child's name. We all pause, do we? Do we hear that correctly? So we had to Google it and there's a whole Reddit about it and it's apparently a joke, he's not a paedophile, but we never noticed that. Until you told me that, I never picked up on it. Never picked up on it. Paedophile Bob. That's what he's known as. Google it. I mean, it starts, that's like a casual joke, isn't it, though? Like, if you said that nowadays in the movie, people would go mental over that. Yeah. Definitely. I'm trying to find it and I'm really struggling. I'm surprised not no one them, uh, no one's like picked up on it and then tried to make a big deal of it over. Well, no, we've said yeah. it. It's out yeah. on some media platform. So if you manage to listen to this, kick off about it. Kick off. Yeah. Well, I can't believe that one. It was so funny. So, you know, I'm on his. Hang on, let me check. This is correct. As you can tell, we prepared for this. This is definitely not it. But yeah, but we managed to uh, catch the first Halloween in the cinema, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So um, that was fun. Well, actually, I did basically what I did like a couple of years ago, or a couple of few years ago. So I went watching Halloween in the cinema when it came in, then I went watching John Carpenter not long after it. Yeah. And then we yeah, excitedly the got the opportunity to do it again. So we bought tickets to go see John Carpenter. Uh, did we watch John Carpenter gig first? Or no, no, we watched the movie first. Yeah. Then John Carpenter, and then Halloween cool. came out. Yeah. yeah. I was no, no, Halloween was out before. Halloween was already out. Yeah. yeah. 
but we watched 1978 Halloween. It was dedicated to him and how he got this start and he was never intending for it to be this yeah. big of a thing. Because he, he already won, was it an Oscar? He won like some award mm. as part of his university group. And the university went, oh no, no, no. That was for Dark Star, was it? Yeah. yeah. Gotta give that us. So technically he never won any award. Oh wow. He was like, whatever, I'll do it myself. And I still can't believe that. Sorry, that Paul from Static Records in Wigan show oh, has got yeah, has got an actual vinyl of Darkstar. Like that's crazy. It's rare. So it's gone by and it's gonna be rare. And when he managed to find like well, that copy of Halloween Two original soundtrack from it. Oh yeah, the on record. The disc thing. No, well I found you got a laser disc. Yeah, man, I got yeah. lucky that day, didn't I? So I walked in. Um, you did good. You it was you, Matt, wasn't it? You spotted the laser disc mm. on the shelf. Uh, but we thought it was a vinyl first, didn't we? It just yeah. was a Halloween original movie, and I thought there's no way that can be an original one because that's like they're hard to come by when it's yeah. worth a lot. And then he told me, no, it's a it's a picture disc, and obviously the picture discs, like laser disc, sorry, they have like they're like gatefold sleeves, so it's basically like a vinyl, but like it's the size of a vinyl, and it? yeah, it's, it's yeah. a DVD, but it's the size vinyl. of a vinyl. Yeah. But it comes in a sleeve that's like gatefold, so it's like it'll, all the air looks in there. It's really cool. And I was like, yeah, I said that's that's just a ten. I was like. You don't even need to like persuade me. I was like, I'm buying that. So cheap. And then so so I cheap. I chatted to a maid. He's about John Grabs at Halloween, and he goes in the back and he comes out, pops it on top of the table, and I went, "Are you having a laugh?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Original yeah, Halloween yeah, Two soundtrack. I was like, I've got to have it. Yeah, came out. Snatched it up, didn't you? Yeah. It was a good day. Though. When did you first watch Halloween? Oh God. Uh, well, actually, so one of the first. Horror movies I watched was probably Halloween, so uh, I remember I went to um, a car boot once. Uh, was with mum and dad, and mum um, picked up this DVD like um, that, and she said, "Oh, I've not watched it in ages." And I remember she brought it back, and I was really fascinated. But I must have been like eight, probably, right. probably like eight years old, and I was really fascinated by the front cover of it because it was one of those, you know, when you tilt it either side and it changes photo. Oh, yeah. All so right. Basically, like, the front of it, yeah. So the front of it was like Michael Myers with like his collar stuck up and his white mask, and then if right. you tilted it to one side, it was like the pumpkin with the knife on, you know, the design that they have. Oh yeah. And, and it, yeah, and I, I thought, oh, man, that's so cool. And then like one night, like um, my, my dad at the time, he was like working till late, so it was just me and my mum in, and then she just puts it on. I was like, sick. I watched it, sick. and I, I loved it. And ever since then, I I ended up buying all the DVDs. Well, well, obviously, my parents bought them for me yeah. and stuff. <laughs> um, and I used to just scare my brother to death with it like I'd sit in and I'd watch all the Halloween movies and then uh, mate I'd even used to sit down like have my dinner during like when I was off school and just I remember I've got like vivid memories of different stuff like I'm not really remember I remember so every time we had a sleepover our mates you used to bring like literally the entirety of Blockbuster with you in of DVDs of yeah. horror movies because uh, you're the one who introduced me to Nightmare on Elm Street because yeah. you had like the Elm the Street box, box set and all yeah. of that um, but yeah, I remember. I remember once when I was just having some sandwiches at home, and I was probably like ten or something, and uh, it it was on the TV originally, 
And I remember just sitting there and watching that. Hey, Georgie. Like, oh, that's, that's cool, man. Like, <clears> and yeah, I've just been into horror movies since, but Halloween was one of the first ones. And you thought I would have been absolutely like terrified of it, but yeah. um, it's I, obviously I like thought, captivated you. Yeah, yeah, the Exorcist had the altered effect on me at about like ten or eleven. Yeah. Well, yeah, it did traumatize me for years. That's why I was completely put off like horror films for like Ages, years because yeah. I used to be. I was like, I'm not watching it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. See, I, I didn't get to watch Exorcist till much later on. Like I, I went through just watching yeah, Halloween yeah. and. Like Nightmare on Elm Street and, and yeah, Friday the 13th. Do you know what I mean? All, all, all the big Freddy iconic Jason, figures. Yeah. And then sadly Jason X as well. Oh, what? God, what? SpaceX. Oh my God. But yeah, before, like, I watched all them kind of films before I actually got around to like, fully discovering other like iconic horror films. And when we were watching the original Halloween, there was a Q&A at the beginning, wasn't there? Yeah. I learned some stuff. I, I didn't know Donald Pleasance, the guy who plays Dr. Loomis, yeah. was the big draw. It wasn't Jamie Lee Curtis, because this was a debut. Yeah, he was the yeah it was. Yeah. Do you think um, Dr. Loomis's character is connected to the character uh, Mr. Loomis in Psycho? It's a fun thing. That's, this, that's where they got the name from, apparently. Yeah. But yeah. People, some people think it's a direct link. Like he was obsessed with Norman. Bates. Oh, so you, are, you, are you are you talking like the same universe? Yeah, that's what some people think. That's a cool idea. Yeah. So yeah. like after he came face to face with Norman Bates, he became obsessed with serial killer yeah. uh, psychology, and then jumped into it and became obsessed with. Oh right. Our friend Michael. But when was uh, that film based in timeline? Like what psycho? Yeah. Well, it came out in the sixties, didn't it? Yeah. So. Right, it's so... Part, I, think it, I think it was based within the time frame of the 60s, whenever it came out. Yeah, I'm just thinking within, like, how, like, the character aged. So it's like... Oh, do you mean, like... Probably if, not going to get that, like, dead on. No, like, no. Well, was no. 60s, and then Halloween was obviously 78, so it's not too long. No, it's no. Um, yeah, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mum was in Psycho, wasn't she? Yeah, so... Generally. It was a big nod to Psycho, Halloween... Yeah. As well as obviously it being a slasher as well. Because um, yeah, before Frankenstein that, was, uh, there, was, there was only a few. It was just other. monster movies. It was Frankenstein. Yeah. Well, th- there was the odd slasher, like, I think there was one called Black Christmas. Uh, that was like a slasher movie. That um, was a lot of little nods that Halloween made to it. Yeah. Uh, the, but there wasn't, like, there wasn't like really big slasher films around. Cause Psycho's based on the serial killer Ed Gein, isn't it? Yeah, so it was heard about Ed Gein. Yeah. Yeah. And Buffalo Bill from... Premier Rising's favourite serial killer. (laughs) There's a lyric in one of the songs where he goes, uh, oh shit, where is it now? I can't remember. Um, I wore a smile like Ed Gein or something like that. Yeah, right. Never knew that, more you know. Yeah. And then seeing him John Carpenter Live was fucking awesome. That's such a nice venue that we weren't watching it at. Oh, it's like a, it looks like an old church inside, yeah. doesn't it? Like, it was, was it Albert Hall? Yeah. Oh, so You've got the glass stained windows, and then you just had John Carpenter on stage, like. Oh, With a projector in the yeah, back that projector. played scenes of his movie. Yeah. Whatever he was playing. So he played They Live. He played loads, didn't he? he played, Christine. Yeah. Almost all of them. Where did you watch it the first time? Uh, John Carpenter, it was at um, Victoria Warehouse. So that's a big venue change, that. Well, Victoria Warehouse, it was good, but the sound in there is terrible. I know they had a lot of complaints because, you know, they have the big, um, like, big boulders. Obviously, 
obviously keep up the frame of the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people couldn't see because of them. And loads of people were complaining about the sound and the crowd management as well. So literally, like, the, the amount of complaints they had after that gig was insane. Because it was bad. It took us ages to get out of there. Really? I think for a venue, you just get out quick. It took yeah, us yeah. ages. Because when we've been to other gigs there, it was pretty much, like, straight yeah. and simple out, and, yeah, and that was that. management was absolutely awful. Roundhouses like that, though, isn't it? With pillars going all the way. Around. Yeah. When we were watching him there... Sound was fucking amazing. Oh, the sound was really good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. is probably one of the top venues, isn't it? Yeah. I'm surprised they don't get more complaints with that sort I mean, there was a, f- um, a film, well, BBC filmed a Robert Plant concert in Roundhouse. That was amazing. Yeah. It's a, it's a well good venue, Roundhouse. It's, it's proper nice. That's like a, that's one of those where I am for us uh, to play. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. The dream. Okay, so what's next bit? Um, what did you... Because obviously you've seen John Carpenter before. Yeah. So what was the comparison like? Did you do anything different? Because we obviously got to see... Well, this time he had a... Soundtrack. Yeah, well, he had a new soundtrack. He had a similar band. So we had... Um, he had yeah, like Daniel Davis with him yeah, and stuff. Cody Carpenter. And, well, he didn't have Cody, didn't have Cody, Cody Carpenter time. last time. But obviously because Cody collaborated with him on the new Halloween score. Yeah. He obviously came back in for it, um, which was pretty cool seeing, like Cody Carpenter and John Carpenter together, like, like just playing. Yeah, it's crazy. I really enjoyed it. It was a really good gig. I definitely watch it again. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Next time he comes around, you come in as well, Mark. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, the, with, the, with the, the original Halloween, it was kind of the thing that started with like slasher films, wasn't it? Because not long yeah. after you had your... What came out first, actually? Was it Nightmare on Elm Street or um, Friday the 13th? Um, I think it was Elm Street. Should we have a bet that like, whoever... You guess a date when Elm Street came out. Elm Street was 84. Oh, so you... Oh, you did. So, uh, Wait, so do you know for definite? I'm pretty certain it's Wait, 84. If you get this wrong... I'm feeling that I've got to eat a frozen lime. Okay, deal. All right. Well, yeah. I'm gonna guess that Friday the Thirteenth came out in 1982. Oh. So, 82, 84. 84 was Elm Street. My, you're eating a frozen lime. Oh. It was 1984. What when uh, Friday the Thirteenth came out? Oh, do you say Friday? I, the I was 13? guessing Friday the Thirteenth. Oh. Lund, Hey, don't quote me on this, because I'm not. <laughs> oh. Was that part two? You're not correct. Providing this is the fucking first one. It's that many. 1980. Really? No, it was part two, 1982. Either way, you're still eating a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> God. For some reason, we thought this would be Whoa. fun. And uh, that's what we did when we first got in, wasn't it? Yep. Um, You'll probably see an Instagram Ted licking Wait, a if line. you get this wrong, have you got to eat a second? What do you mean? Whoa, no, no, no. Well, no, we can no. have variations. We can bring lemons into this. Yeah, let's get a lemon. You're going to do a lemon and a lime because part two was... I've got a second, one. right. <laughs> but well, you have to get a second. So. All right. Right, so you're on one lemon or one lime. <laughs> it's like we've got a tally going. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Lun. Um, let me guess. Should it be nice? 
the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Oh shit. Um date. Can I add a guess first? Well ask I mean, a question I, first. I, I think I might know it. What do you think it is? You don't worry if you get the strength. You're not eating a. <laughs> yeah, we got another one on tally. No, because then it gives him a, like a hit. Right, okay. okay. So I'm gonna go with it was probably late seventies, so seventy nine. I was just gonna say seventy nine. Yeah. I've got nineteen. Oh, this is definitely wrong. Wait. Two thousand two. Seventy nine sounds about right. Yeah. Because I think Texas Chainsaw Part Two came out very early eighties. Wait, so what are we saying? I'm saying 79. 79 yeah. 74. Oh, shit. Wow. I'm eating a lemon. You are? That came out first. Crazy. So Exorcist was 73. Was it? Yeah. Man, the 70s absolutely belted out some horrors, didn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, it was 73. Jesus. Christ. Directed by the actual author who wrote the book. Which is quite rare. Very, very rare. Is that Toby Hooper? No, it was William E. You're the Nightmare on Elm Street or? No, no, thingy. Yeah, uh, Exorcist. Toby Hooper's the guy who played him. Oh, no, wait a minute. Toby Hooper. Who's he now? Why do I know that name? Why is that name in my head? As you can tell, we decided to do a podcast on horror and we only guess. Horror podcast. Winging it. William E. Batty or something like that. What are we going on about here? Yeah. Exorcist. Is the author, okay, right. and author of Exorcist. His name is William, but he's got... Right, just type in Tob... Tob... Who? Tob? Toby Hooper. Tobes. Tobes. Toby. Tobes my gobs. That's a Paul would call that, isn't Right up in your... What's the, what's, the most, uh, <laughs> what's some of the stuff he says on Album of You Man now when he's uh, trying to name his like, best mate over the phone? Oh, shit. I can't remember. It's been that long since the scene. That sounds like something, doesn't it? Toes my gobs. What am I searching? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, just type in Toby Hooper. I think that's his name. And it's either the guy who directed the film or the guy who plays... Which bloody film? And, uh, no. It's, it's not going to I was going to say, it's not going to be Elm Street, is it? It's Wes Craven. No, Toby Hooper directed Aqua, We Belong to the City. <laughs> no! Short right. film that came out in 2000. It's Toby, some, Toby something. Right. That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, just type in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm Why didn't you it. say that from the beginning? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Toby Hooper, it was Toby! Oh my god, I knew it was Toby. Toby's my goal. Toby's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Toby. You, you was taking the piss out of me for saying Toby, and it was Tob. Tob's Hooper. I knew it was that. Tob's my goat. Tob's my goat. Right. So you're already in the line. I've not forgotten. Mate, I, that, I should have that taken off me now because you guys tried to. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hang on. Why don't we get some Pearson jumping in on this then? Yeah, come on then. Right. Right. You know what? I'll do. I'll, I'll do. Hang on. Hang on. I've I've got both one. Both got phones. All right. Where? I've I've got one. Right, I'm gonna come right there and have a look. This is just me on this microphone. Correct. Oh no! This slur. this is. All right. I don't know. I've got to say this might be too easy, but. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. Huh? 
I am panicking. Oh, I, knew, I knew it was around about then. Why well, did you think it was earlier or later? Tiny bit earlier. What's the film? Tiny bit earlier. All right, so you ready? Yeah. First scream. Oh, shit. Tobes oh, my gobes. It's obviously the 90s, but is it late or early? But when? <laughs> <laughs> Tobes my go. Stop. <laughs> This is uh, my girlfriend's favourite movie as well. Cindy. 98. Is it 99? No. It's not. Is Mate, it you're eating a lemon, a frozen lemon. Fine, let's do it. You're we'll do it eating now. a lemon. 97. 97. Really? Second of May, 1997. There we go. And uh, we did a podcast. Uh, watching Scream, <laughs> and you will never hear it. <laughs> we got like how long into it, and then our came whole, back. Our whole idea was we wanted to do a podcast. Might go prepare our lemon and lime. We'll do it together. Hang on, I've got a lemon oh, into it as well. Yeah, but okay. we'll, yeah, we, like, we'll discuss the. Let, let Lund do it because uh, he's been the host. I'll pass him a microphone. So um, we were doing. Well, I'll, I'll talk through this microphone. We wanted to do a podcast where we watch. Yeah, hold it away. Um, we were going to do a podcast where we were watching a film, so you could watch and listen to this podcast at the same time. So we chose Scream as the first one, and we found we just watched the movie because we enjoyed the movie. Yeah, it was kind of and a failed. Well, it was it was not it's, failed it's worth because a try. we 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 was talking like in the bits where we wanted to talk it like and, and try you get to... some fun facts, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, but Blake said we're like in times like. In shadow as well. No. Well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> oh, no, Lemoncello as well. It's nice. fucking disgusting. Lemoncello. Lemoncello. Um, yeah, yeah like, like you said, like, we're like 10, 15 minutes ago passing. Oh, like, I'm going to second we're podcasting here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not even talking. When you're watching TV, you're taught to just shut up and listen to the story. It would have been yeah. better visually if you like, like a yeah. YouTube stream. But what we're going to do, we're, we've got an idea like Oprah's Book Club. <laughs> we, that's how I'm seeing it. We choose a film, we all watch it individually, and we're going to come back with notes and talk about it. It's yeah. Only going to be horror. Uh, however. Like the book club from the office. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. Um. So I think it'll be good. Um. But I learned some facts about Scream that I never knew. That was just merely to fill gaps. Fire them out. Well, if I remembered him, it would help. No, <laughs> mate, you were saying that in the such facts. confidence then. <laughs> like, I was waiting for you to just chuck him out. Wow. When they zoomed in on a... Is it Drew Barrymore? Hanging from the tree. Yeah. yeah. They had to zoom on it quickly because it was too graphic. The posters leading up to the movie all had Drew Barrymore as front and centre. She's the lead character. And reason being, they killed her off within the first 15 minutes of the film to make you feel like... Oh shit, anyone can die in this movie. And then, what was the other one I liked? On a side note, Santa Clarita died. It's been cancelled. It's been cancelled. I thought that's what he was going to say. Oh, oh mate, I'm going to break that to you. What? It's not been cancelled. Season, it's been cancelled. I read an article before, I forgot to send it to you. Santa Clarita oh, Diet has been cancelled. Season 3 is the last one. And it ends on such a cliffhanger and anger as well. Like, I'm not even seeing the end of it. Oh, that's a good job I didn't mention it then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's our clip. We're gonna clip that and put it at the front of the What? <laughs> I want it as a text tone. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> what? I love it. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> the the Lemon. Oh, there we go. God. 
Another fact, they never uh, met the guy who does the voice of Scream to make it seem more frightening. And me and Matt. Oh, are you doing one as well? Yeah, yeah we're all doing one. Oh, and do you know what? Oh, hang on. We're going to film this and we'll put it on Instagram in time for when this episode comes out. So you guys really? can see our reaction. Oh. I reckon we should. Oh, I've just dropped us in it now, so... You're doing it, man. 4K film it. That is fucking huge. Who's having that one? Which one? The size of this. <laughs> oh, that's yours, Matt. All right, go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we doing a lemon then? Yeah, not a lime. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I mean, lime. we're all just as bad as each other. To Lemoncello. Can I do an orange, please? <laughs> oh, can you imagine how nice ice. it would be? An iced orange. Well, yeah. Well, like I said, we've got sensitive teeth, so... This is going to be... Fucking terrible. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on! What a great idea to do a forfeit that is only visually pleasing. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we said this earlier, didn't we? Yeah. Hang on. Should we just do it one at a time? No, so no. No, no, so we can comment on how ridiculous we both look. Alright, yeah. No, I say we do it all at the same time. All right, enjoy this minute of silence. It's not because <laughs> it's going to be so... <laughs> oh, why the fuck are we doing this? A minute, of, back her, again. A minute of her face is scrunching up and like eating that her face, eating itself. <laughs> we'll stand it up and do it portrait. Matt, Matt just put your front camera on, it doesn't matter. Technical issues. This was just meant to be about Halloween, not Yeah, yeah th- th- I mean, this is what happens. <laughs> Tangents, man. Tangents. Oh, thank you for listening to some of the podcasts, by the way. Appreciate that. Yeah, well, we've had a yeah, great response. We're supposed to do some everyone. intros. Um, but we're too lazy, so you'll have to wait. Mate, that's well far away. Hang on, terribly. Do you know anything about phones, one? God. Oh, oh, Lad, you can't, oh, you won't be, no, that's not oh, what happened. Nah, Bring it close to the table, just, just lean it on the glass. Oh, it's too far. You and your fucking alien. This is a very informative part of the uh, <laughs> podcast. Where's that? I've got a lean. Right, Matt, there's your mic. Old chin. <laughs> Ball chinian. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We're back in. Okay. You're back in the room, right? Go on, Matt. Press record on this. Matt, you need to lean in for this. Leaning in. Alright, we're in. We're ready. Okay. <laughs> oh, this Come is on, terrible. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> no! Oh. God, <laughs> are you still eating it? It's a lemon. Hey, mate. <laughs> Do you want some of this? Uh-huh. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's horrible. Ah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Matty has sensitive teeth, if anyone doesn't know. Hey, Ted. Sorry, right, I'm not liking how I'm the only one on the camera here. <laughs> oh, this Ted, is horrible. Come here, pal. It's okay. Oh, oh. oh man. That is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hi Ted. So, please don't, please don't put your paw on that. Do it. Hit record, Ted. Oh, <laughs> Ted. So, filming went well. You have a view of Ted's 
used to be balls and <laughs> penis. It ends in penis. Oh, it's so horrible. Why are you ah. still doing it? Oh, did I choke? Ah. Oh. Oh. Cool, sorry about that. We had to pause it because of Ted. Sorry, guys. Getting all agitated. So, going back to Halloween and fucking horror movies as we were supposed to. No lemons. No more. But if you want to do want us to do some forfeits come up with some and let us know that's going to be fun that's a good share actually I took some good forfeits into the comments and we'll do more whatever the first suggestion is we'll probably ignore it (laughs) (laughs) whatever the second suggestion is we may consider it Um, what did you think of the new Halloween oh my god you're killing me Actually killing me. And we had to pause again. Because uh, <laughs> we're professionals. And we prefer to keep it going. On, this is a professional you podcast. You want some attention, don't you, Lars? Yeah, I think so. Or a lemon. Oh, oh my god, he's actually chewing lemons. Yes. <laughs> you like them lemons, love. How do you like lemons? When life gives you lemons. <laughs> Ten licks them. I'm waiting for him to just throw up in a bit and just be like... Yeah. Oh no, my lemon's not good enough. <laughs> One hour reaches. Anyway, first, the second Halloween, not the second, but 2018 Halloween, what do we think? Lum, what did you think? I want to know your point of view. Um, I thought it was pretty good in... In terms of, obviously, I've not been like a mass follower of Halloween in comparison to, say, Matty. I've seen a few. No one's been a mass <laughs> But, I mean, overall, I thought the film was good. It wasn't one of them where I was like, this is too predictive or anything else like that. I'd say how it ended, they left it very open, so you know the fact they're going to do, try and do a sequel with it, which... They've already confirmed that, though, haven't they? Yeah, is Danny McBride doing it again, or...? I'm not too sure, I can't remember. Um, also, can we talk about that? What a surprise on that. Should we just do spo- right, well, spoiler alert? Is he dead? I don't... I don't he's not dead. No, it's the breathing at the end. Well, yeah, well, well again, that well, that, well, this is where we're going now. This was like another Easter egg to the original film. Here we go. So, you had the whole like montage at the end of the film where it cuts to each of the different each scenes. Scene, yeah. And it has the as if it was like a it. crime scene. Yeah, as if it's like a crime scene. Uh, yeah. With the breathing over it, and obviously it it pans to the um, the actual basement, and Michael was nowhere to be yeah, seen. He's not in, in the fire. You don't see his body. How did he? How does he escape? He's Michael Myers. But yeah, he's Michael Myers because what they, what they were basically saying is John Carpenter in the original one just wanted Michael to be like known as the shape, which he is known yeah. as. He's credited as the shape in the in the credits. Um, he's supposed to just represent evil. Yeah, he's just, he's just supposed. Yeah, to be there's no meant to be any logic behind it. There's not meant to be any backstory. Yeah, it's just, it's just the boogeyman. So yeah. obviously, <coughs> you try to kill him, like you can't kill him. Um, like hence why he disappears off the balcony when he gets shot. Yeah, which um, I love in the new one. But they don't. Like, well, they that don't happen with Laurie. She yeah, that was another one. Yeah, there's another little reference. 
But they don't. Well, what I was like initially confused about was like, it it started as uh, Michael was in this institute, and it's like, well, hang on a second. The last thing we saw of him, it was he dropped off a balcony, he disappeared. Like, how did they catch him? Yeah, how does this um, timeline work? They mentioned you know? it briefly in the in the film that he got captured. So he must have been walking down the street, and the sheriff obviously caught him. Yeah. Uh, because the sheriff who caught him is in the film. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so they completely just like missed that bit out, which is crazy. Obviously, like is a brave thing to do on their part because yeah, just you're a bit confused to... at first. Like I was a bit like, I've got a second. Uh, how has he been in here for so long? Like I wonder, I wonder how they captured him. Yeah. Um, and they only mentioned it briefly, like I said. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was cool just seeing all the little nods, the little nods to it. But yeah, like I said, obviously Michael, Michael being in the basement and disappearing, like, it was a surprise, but it wasn't like. There wasn't much left of him though. Like, I mean, in terms of like, by the end of it, he was missing fingers. Oh was, yeah, yeah. Like, if they did another film, how would they kind of like go? Oh, he's got these well, limbs back now. <laughs> no, no, they won't do that. He's now disformed, disfigured. It makes him even. Creepier, doesn't it? Mm, true. Got, like, true. Three fingers here, and then you still. Uh, I wonder if that's how they're making what they might all, all like burn up. Yeah, and, I'd, like, I'd like to think so. Like there's no hair on the mask. It's just like a, <coughs> it basically probably end up looking like Darth Vader does when he takes his. Uh, <laughs> the mask has just melted onto him. No, yeah, you know when he takes the mask off at the end of episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Episode six. 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 And he's like just all burnt and stuff. I was always gonna look. Yeah. I don't know. Do you reckon that's what they'll do? Do you reckon they'll... Uh... Yeah, what do we think they're going to do? I don't know. Because, I mean, that's what Rob Zombie did with his. It was a consistent with it. So, like, the first Rob Zombie re- like, remake that he did, uh, the mask is intact. Then he buries the mask, picks it back up again when he gets the, um, when he escapes. And, obviously, it, it, they make it, obviously, all like it's deteriorated over time. Which, again, they did for this film, didn't they? Yeah. Because, obviously, the mask yeah, deteriorated over time. Yeah, and stuff. And obviously when he gets shot and everything in the face, the mask just starts falling apart, so Rob Zombie makes sure that is consistent with it. Yeah. Um, but obviously when the other Halloween, like obviously the original franchise, um, the, the mask just changes every time. It is subtle though, isn't it? There's not subtle, no, no, there's so very like, age. if you look at the Halloween 5 mask, compared yeah, to the original one. Oh like god, that, yeah. It's like, what? Was this... Which one was? The and obviously, in each, I think in each movie they pretty much come up with a way of Michael how he how he gets a new mask. Um, yeah, he shows oh, you. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he he just gets them from different stores. <laughs> it's like he knows where to go shopping for a mask. It's like this unique mask is in here. <laughs> it's like one online shopping site that he's like the number oh, one fan of. Shit, that is yeah. terrible. Yeah, the Halloween Five mask is. Halloween Five looks disgusting. It's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, very, very weird. But the thing is, because for the original Halloween, I think... It looks like Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does. <laughs> it's Nick Cage. They made a Halloween, like Michael Myers mask moulded to Nick Cage. Not the base. First it was Captain Kurt, now it's Nick Cage. That's amazing. Tell me that's not Nick Cage. <laughs> that does look like Nick Cage. Um, there you go. Yeah, for the original Halloween movie, they had four original William Shatner masks. I think they had four. Anyway, there's a photo. There's on, I think there's only one yeah, four in existence, know. and it was at the after party after they wrapped up the shoot of Halloween. And there's 
four people playing in the band, and I think John Carpenter's one of them. Uh, like they're all like playing guitars and stuff, and each one of the members in the band have got a Michael Myers mask on. Right now, no one knows what happened to two of those masks. One of them apparently just completely like got just got written off, I think, and one of them, um, what do you call it? Um, well, I forgot his name now. The guy who played Michael Myers in the uh, Nick Castle. Nick, Ca- Nick Castle. Nick Castle. Yeah. He kept hold of the uh, the mask. Because he was in the original, wasn't he? Yeah. So he kept hold of the mask for himself, and then when Halloween Two came around to being filmed, um, Deborah Hill not asked, um, could they have the mask back off him? Just lend it off him for the film, and he can have it back after that. And obviously, Nick Castle wasn't playing Michael Myers in Halloween Two, so they cast Dick Warlock to play. Uh, Michael Myers is dead. <laughs> 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 He's the warlock of dicks. <laughs> Dick warlock. Um, so yeah, they cast uh, they cast him to play Michael Myers in this one, so he had to wear it for it, and his head was a bit more different from what they was. So that's why you, when you watch it, like Dick the, have the big head. The, the mask looks a little bit different. Yeah. But, Dick oh, warlock was yeah, bigger. Yeah, his yeah. head was quite big, too tight of a fit. <laughs> yeah. Need some lubricant for that shit. Same <laughs> <laughs> so for the original. So yeah, um, the second one. Well, yeah. So they had that one mask to use for the the second one, and um, yeah, towards the end of it, obviously, um, it had been through like a whole shoot of Halloween two, um, and then he didn't end up getting it back. Um, fucking Dick, yeah. Dick Wouldn't Warlock. you be pissed? Dick Warlock ended up keeping hold of it. Warlock. Warlock. <laughs> and then, uh, and then no one knew what happened to it. Then for a while, like it was just unknown what actually happened to it, the masks. And there was different rumors. Probably that like, Deborah Hill had it under a bed and stuff. Give <laughs> 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 <In> it <a> away. <laughs> Maybe for some way. unknown. Never fetish. to be seen. <laughs> I'm the producer of this amazing franchise. I'll keep it under my bed. No yeah. <laughs> no one will um, ever know. And then basically what happened is that there's a guy, um, I forgot what his name is there, but on this Halloween forum that I'm on, um, it's like michaelmyers.net or something, um, he, this guy posted on there recently, because no one knew where it was, uh, and he's uh, he runs loads of like scare events and stuff in America, and um, basically he was supposed to book, um, I think he was supposed to book one of the guy, the guy who played um, the main guy in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, it was Leatherface. It was supposed to book him onto one of these scare events, and uh, he ended up having the same agent as uh, Dick Warlock. So he ended up getting Dick Warlock as well, and uh, they ended up chatting to each other. And he found out obviously that Dick had the the mask, and he also had the original, well, the the one that they got for Halloween too. He had the whole boiler suit, oh and he had this scalpel and the boots that he wore oh, wow. in Halloween too. Yeah, and he was saying, uh, I'm willing to sell it for obviously a fair price. So this guy bought it off him, the original Michael Myers mask, right? And obviously what? Dick Warlock hadn't kept it in good condition at all. So it was deteriorating at this point. Like, if you Why spoke, would you not keep it in good condition? I know, well, if you look at the photo of it there, the, the mouse room. hanging off. Uh, I'll try and find a photo for you. So this guy uh, who's got this it now. This is how deep. My ears in Halloween, by the way. Yeah, well, so this guy who's got it now is, uh, has got it in like a contained room, temperature controlled, light oh controlled. Uh, wow. Because he wants to stop it from obviously aging anymore, yeah. Because obviously it's only latex, so latex just like falls apart after a while. And um, there's a big debate on whether they should have it um, like 
revamps, like revamp the, the original mask because people don't think it carries the original, um, what's the word? Um, I don't know, it, it just doesn't... Authenticity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously <coughs> it's been like redone, like remodelled. It would ruin it though, like yeah. this is yeah. what the mask has been through. It's gone on to the two, well, one amazing movie, second one is up to debate. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know, is, I didn't mind. Oh wow. Jesus. Michael's been through a bad time. Halloween mask. But yeah, the mouth you sit in the bottom of it's just falling apart, man. I mean, the hair's all still intact and everything. Yeah, that's how bad it deteriorates, so no one wow. does like control room. And he did have it on shore apparently for a little bit, but he doesn't he doesn't like bring it out now. There you go, so that's Dick Warlock and uh, the guy when they first got the mask. Obviously. That was just falling apart, but... Why would you be smiling on that picture? You've completely ruined it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Dick is... A dick? A bit of a dick. Yeah, but it's crazy that, though, isn't it? But yeah, you can see the difference, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, so when Dick wears it on that one, it looks a bit more rounded. Yeah. Yeah. That's why... Yeah, because at first I thought it was a different mask, but then I realised, obviously, it was just a different guy that was playing it, and it looked different. Um, Why would you change who's playing it, though? I know, yeah. I know. Not to shit on Dick, but <laughs> <laughs> we all completely slagged off Dick Walker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Dick, no, was like, the... like from like interviews I've seen of him, he was like a proper nice guy and all the conventions. Yeah, like, I'd love to meet him. I'd love to meet Nick Castle, but I, for my birthday, I got a signed. I was gonna say a signed yeah. poster yeah. from Nick Castle. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> was you almost in tears? Yeah. Speaking of dicks, Michael put the odds away. Yeah, that's crazy. They'll put the new mask. I like did, the new mask. I like it. Did they? What did they do for the new mask, mate? You tell us. So I think the Justin Mabry, the guy who he, he makes loads, molds loads of um, he make, well he makes loads of Halloween Michael Myers masks now, because uh, there's a big market for collectors with Halloween masks uh, and people like reproducing them. For upwards of two hundred and fifty like pound or dollars or wherever you want to go, yeah. um, as well as like production made ones, you know, from like companies like Trick or Treat Studios. So they've done one, the one that I've got. Yeah, that's that's the one I bought from them. Sixty pounds, I think it cost me. So basically, uh, Justin Mabry like kind of did a few masks for Trick or Treat Studios, and then he did his own stuff where he'd go off and make his own masks. Obviously, and they're a lot more expensive, but they look like screen accurate right. to the films. Okay. They make screen accurate masks. And uh, they got him and a few of the other guys to make uh, the Mice mask based on what the other masks looked like and the original Shatner mask that the Michael Myers mask came from. And um, and basically, yeah, they, they moulded their own mask and um, obviously aged it a bit, obviously, because it's been... Yeah, like, made it dirty. Yeah, yeah. It's been 40 years, obviously, since he's had it on yeah. last. And... Uh, yeah, the Trick or Treat Studios, the the company who like sell all the different masks, they got the original mold for this new Halloween film, and then they've like mass produced it. So that's all these new Halloween masks that are being released now from Trick or Treat Studios. That's from the original mold from the film. You think you're gonna get one? Yeah, I want to get one. The first batch sold out though, but I want to get a, a bit like a like a handmade one, you know, not like an actual production made one. Yeah. They don't look as good. Didn't you get a mannequin from work and set? Yeah, I've got. I've got yeah, like, yeah, yeah. a mask. At home, I've got. Your bed. I've got half a bust. Um, so um, yeah, um, torso upwards. 
and the head of um, with a boiler suit on and a Michael Myers mask. <laughs> it's in the so good. <laughs> You'll have to uh, get a photo of it. No, playing the sh- the Oxford show where he was in the full Michael Myers outfit, oh, yeah, we topped it. You were Halloween, wasn't you it? Was yeah. Justin Kruger with your jumper and your hat and your glove. Yeah. And I was uh, dressed up as Myers. Oh, mate, trying to play that show in that mask was unreal. Like, I took it off about three songs in and I just put it on the mic stand and tell her yeah. around the front. <laughs> yeah. Man, that was insane. That was I don't toasty. know why I slip not do it. <laughs> I don't, me either. Dedication. Yeah. Dedication. Um, I just found some notes I made about the uh, 2018 Halloween, which was, like, references, like, all the death references. Like, um, the guys... Jaw broken off in the garage when you in twenty eighteen Halloween. Oh yeah, it's heavy that. Yeah, which is yeah. brutal. Um, and then there's the death where he stabs into the wall just like he did yeah. in the yeah, yeah. original, which I loved. And I really like the intro with the pumpkin. It was the opposite of what you had in the original, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. This one was um, decaying and coming back, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the other way around. Yeah. On the first one. That was really cool. And, um, Oh, did you notice Alison, the granddaughter, sat in the same spot in class as yeah. Laurie did? And then right, she the back of the Yeah, yeah. The window, yeah. yeah. Um, then there was also a bit where, because the final scene, where uh, Laurie, well, Michael's after Laurie in her own house. Yeah. And um, in the original one, Michael comes out in the blackness. Um, oh shit! And you yeah. see half. Oh That's mate, that is the scene, best shot ever. Yeah. That is my favorite bit from Halloween. When you just see Michael's face come out, and it's half of his face in the darkness, half of it in the light. And then that's it's when he stabs. As he stabs her arm. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and then stretches. yeah. And then on the twenty eighteen one, it's opposite. Yeah. So Laurie comes out in the darkness with half her face showing, and then stabs Michael. In the original script, I think it was written that she was gonna crash the bus. Yeah. So when you watch it, you just see. Laurie's waiting, sees the bus set off, and then she appears at that family dinner. Yeah. But in between, she apparently chases it down and crashes the bus to try and kill Michael. Because you never find out why the bus no, crashes. Don't know. Um, but it's oh, no. taken out. Um, because she's obviously wanting to kill him, yeah. and she sets it up. Um, Another one in there that most people want, like, I spotted it literally the first time I watched it. I'm not, I've not really Googled it, to be honest with you, so I don't know if like, loads of other people have picked up on it, but and I hope it's a thing. I hope I wasn't just hearing things, because there's a there's a part in it, I can't remember which scene, where they're sat in the car and the radio's going, and there's a song in the background, and it's basically, in the original Halloween film, there's a, where Laurie Strode's uh, walking off down the road, holding a box, and she's singing a song. Oh, you basically, about this, yeah. Um, I think it's going, I only have... Eyes something like that. Yeah, I can't remember the words, something like that. And it's a song she made up on the spot and she was like humming it and singing it on the spot. And um, a band. it was completely improvised. And then I think like, from what I heard, I think they've, re- they've actually recorded that for real and they had it on in the radio in the background. Which is pretty cool. Isn't that it? is pretty cool. That's such a subtle... Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I've not even Googled it, so I could, I could have been hearing things, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that, that was there. I loved the death where... Um, he kills the babysitter Vicky, who's oh, that is <laughs> so yeah. funny. It's the best bit of the film. And then um, she's dead <laughs> upstairs, and she's got the sheet over. Yeah, it's just like my face. Yeah, uh, when he walked in. Yeah. Um, and 
when the kid runs out. He's like, you better go get that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, hell no! <laughs> um, also, do you think, when you watched it, and Laurie and her daughter are in the basement, and Michael's just wandering through the house, she shoots a floorboard. Yeah. Which puts a bit of a hole in it. Do you think Michael could have got out that way? Oh, do you mean because he's weak and he could yeah, have like burst just the floorboard? Uh, and plus, obviously, the whole house is on fire. Yeah, so. exactly. So it's going to be weak anyway. You've got those metal rods through the exit for the basement. So the only way out, I think, is through that shot. That's a good shot. Yeah. So it's either that or they're going to play it off as Michael's the boogeyman. He can <laughs> reappear and appear where he yeah. wants to. Michael is also flame proof. So yeah, it'd be cool to see where they go with that because... Obviously, like I said, John Carpenter wanted him to be this mysterious character. They didn't want him to. They didn't want to humanize him, which is why the Rob Zombie one was kind of slated so much yeah. because they had such a backstory on Michael Myers and his upbringing and how he came. They to can, be. yeah, they kind of like obviously they, they humanized him and they made it in a way to show how like a serial killer's made. And it was like I guess they obviously did a lot of research on serial killers and stuff and saw what kind of like psychological issues they had, like yeah. maybe like stuff that happened to when he was a kid and that because obviously on this one like, he gets abused by his stepfather like a lot which is why he kills him and his mum's a stripper um, and his sister doesn't even talk to him so it's not exactly the right household yeah, and it's the most Rob Zombie school. film ever isn't <laughs> yeah. it I'd probably stab someone so yeah like, that's fair so th- obviously that's why he becomes why he is obviously part of the reason anyway um, yeah and obviously you see him killing the animals at the beginning and that which you don't see in the original Halloween he just, obviously because he kills his sister first but he does kill a dog don't he but yeah, he's on the old but you just hear it whimper don't yeah. you don't, um, tell you what's brutal in the new one when he kills the kid when he's on about like he doesn't want to work with his dad or something like that when the first, when they see that the bus has crashed oh yeah and he, yeah, he gets he back the into the car and then he kills the kid he's and it's like yeah he kills in uh, in Halloween 6 he kills um Halloween he, 6 reference yeah he kills Joseph Gordon-Levitt doesn't he kills Joseph Gordon-Levitt the ice skate yeah, yeah. Puzzle, puzzle yeah. That's, that's quite real but in the new Halloween like who he had thought he was going to kill that baby in the car yeah I was just about to mention that was yeah. such a tense moment like he walks everyone, through the room he stirs at the kid and everyone was kind of like yeah like, on the edge of the seat going yeah, no, he's not going to do it he's not, <laughs> not going to kill the baby but it's bad enough that you went Maybe he does. Yeah, because he, well, he looks, he looks yeah. a bit, doesn't it? Because he, he's like, just he like, looks at the baby hmm. and then you think, fuck, is he going to do it? And then he just walks out. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. It's heavy. I love how they did that, though. Is it not worse that he just left the child on his own? What's for worse? Oh. Killing it or leaving it alone? <laughs> hmm. He's not going to adopt it. So, you, know. <laughs> you will be mine now. <laughs> Get rest, you know. <laughs> It's not got a mum, so... Two first moment. I'm going to toss this coin. <laughs> oh, God. Well, um, well um, Halloween Halloween 6. Um, was this the one where they saw it as a cult? Well, you've got Halloween 1, you've got Halloween 2, you've got Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, you've got Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, you've got Halloween 5. Hey, um, what's Halloween 5 now? You're not the curse of Michael no, Myers. No, Halloween 6 is the curse of Michael Myers. Right. This is the downfall of the Halloween franchise. Think, oh, man. Can't get these Do you know what other uh, death I loved? When the cop car comes to uh, Laurie's house 
and the dad goes out, opens the door, and sees the police officer's head pumpkined and hollowed out. Yeah. yeah. flashlight in it. That yeah. freaked me out. That's heavy. I loved that. Uh, right, yeah, so you have Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, Halloween 5, The Refre- Revenge of Michael Myers, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, and then you've got H2O 20 years later and Resurrection. Uh, so yeah, basically on the on the Curse of Michael Myers, they start going into all this detail, like Michael Myers is, is part of this cult called the, the Cult of Thorns, and then on his wrist he's got a little thorn tattoo, and uh, when, he was, uh, when he was younger, obviously he ended up... That's how we got that, and then they're bringing him up, and, and basically the part of the cult is you've got to kill your family, and then all this other stuff, and it, it went really dark because there's a there's a scene that they didn't put in the movie, but it's in like I think it's in the director's cut or something, and it shows you Michael Myers raping this girl, basically. Oh. Uh, I can't remember the girl is that, uh, and he makes the baby, and the baby is, becomes part of the cult. Like a mini series. Well, it's supposed to become part of the court, and that's why. In, in Wait, but by the so, cult's theory, shouldn't that baby murder Michael? Well, this. this yeah. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, also <laughs> me. So, this this baby that is in Halloween 6 is supposed to be Mai's, Michael Myers' baby. I, th- I think so, anyway. I think that's right, how okay. it um, I've not really watched them loads, them, them, them ones. I've looked into it and I've like read all of it. Well, like I said, what we're going to do is we're going to have like an Oprah's book club. So, if it does. We're running out of ideas. We'll get to Halloween six at some point. Yeah, I will most likely definitely do Halloween six. Probably. Uh, but what films do we definitely want to do? Is any a full book club? <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna call it. Well, we're gonna do Get Out, aren't we? Get Out, because you've never seen it. Have you? I've never seen it. I cannot believe. You know what I watched the other day actually, um, which is by the same director. What's his name now? Jordan Peele. Yeah, um, Black Klansman. Oh Black yeah. Black KKK Klansman. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good film. What, the Adam Diver film? The one that's recently come out, yeah. Yeah. um, It's based on a true story, isn't it? um, Yeah, where a cop went undercover. It was one of the uh, first black police officers in, uh, was it Colorado or something like that? I think that's where it's based in. It's not the 70s. No, it is the 70s. No, it is, yeah, yeah. Based in the 70s, and uh, obviously when the KKK was like, and it's like, you know, like big and stuff, and yeah, and all this power and stuff, and uh, yeah, it was like a... it was like one of the first like black police officers in Colorado, which I, th- I think it's Colorado it's based in, and uh, he like infiltrates the KKK, so he basically um, he becomes a member, but he's the one who talks over the phone to the uh, to the leaders and stuff, um, and then he informs the guy, who's another the other police officer who's a Jew in it. I think he's I think he's supposed to be Jewish in it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the KKK are against like like Jews yeah, and all yeah. that. Um, and that's played by uh, the guy who plays Carlo Ren in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, um, and he's obviously because he's white. He goes and meets up with the, them in person, and then obviously the other guy just talks on the phone. And um, okay. yeah, so he's like a black guy that's infiltrated the KKK, which is absolutely brilliant. He's like the, the ultimate troll. He <laughs> <laughs> is the ultimate troll. At the end of the film, it's even better. I don't want to spoil it, but. It basically ends the ends the last phone call he has with the KKK leader, basically like saying, "Yeah, fuck you, like I'm black." <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, like a bunch of skits from when he had the Chappelle Show. Yeah. And uh, there's one about a blind KKK leader, and he's swearing and saying we're gonna get all these N words and loads of racial profanity. And then he takes his hood off, and he's black, but he doesn't know it because he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> definitely want to watch it on YouTube. Yeah, that's that's a good one to yeah, watch. Yeah, uh, definitely want to watch that. 
Um, you need to go watch Get Out as well. Yeah. I know. I really want to go watch Pet Cemetery. Have we heard any reviews about it? I've spoke to some people who've watched it. They said it's good. It's changed a bit. Um, I know they've altered some things. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm looking hopeful mainly because it's a good movie to begin with. Yeah. And you got it soon as well. Yeah, which we spoke about. Yeah, last yeah, yeah we did. Um, but what films are we gonna watch and chat about? I know Scream's probably gonna come up. Get out because you've never seen it. We're probably gonna have to do Elm Street at some point. We saw it recently because of the screening of it um, in Manchester. Yeah, we were watching the original screening. What was well. that like? Do you know what? Really different. Really. The well, cinema was crap. Oh yeah, it was terrible. The cinema was Absolutely crap. terrible. Because when we got to watch. The original Halloween, I appreciated it more because I was trying to listen a bit more. And yeah, like the soundtrack just sounded a bit more impressive than yeah, what you get with it. That's, that's the thing. Like, like it's when an you, experience. When you, that's why you don't go on your yeah. phone, you fucking asshole. Well, that's the uh, main thing. Obviously, like <laughs> horror films were, were like based mainly, uh, yeah, made to be in the cinema, and obviously the soundtracks to them were, were, were like so main thing about yeah. it. And when you watch like original films, like so when like for example when we watch Halloween, like. The music and, and the actual like soundtrack behind is what makes that tension. Like, like if you watched Halloween without the music, it yeah, wouldn't you be the watch, same. watch any horror movie on mute. I mean, we've said this, haven't yeah. we? But, and, but you go out, it doesn't scare you. Yeah. And you go out the theater and like you even you've got that stuck in your head, you know, like the little like and yellow you, bits. Then you go in home at night thinking, "Fuck, it's dark." Yeah. 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 Who's that outside? Why is the bed sheets outside on the line? Why is the guy in a mask yeah. behind? <laughs> And even like Nightmare If you get to that point now, you're going like, I should probably go in. Just <laughs> leave <laughs> all the lights on in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nightmare on Elm Street again, like they they begin into it like with with when the actual theme like comes on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Like, like, do, do, yeah. <laughs> Especially for like the chase scenes and stuff like so when they're building up ascension lights. Like, it's just effective, isn't it? Like it's a lot more different from you watching it at home, which is like it's made to make you feel a certain way because there's only so much storytelling of like yeah uh, some creeps up the walkway, you know. I found it weird that going back to Elm Street that when um, they first did it, Robert Englund wasn't known for doing horror or anything like that. Yeah, he'd done well, it. What was he before that? Like? I can't. I can't remember exactly. I think it was something like. Um, so do you remember Robert Englund did Mark Mindy? It was that very like light-hearted. He was that yeah. that type of actor before then, and then he did that, which was like a complete U-turn. I mean, he like he stuck with them films, didn't he? <clears throat> Committed. Like how, how many? Eight. Well, he had Nightmare One. He had uh, Freddy's Revenge, which was two. He had um, Dream Warriors, which was three, four. Cannot remember the name of five. Um, I think six, and then it was Freddy's Dead was number seven. Yeah. Newt Nightmare was number eight. And he even came back for that one. Yeah. Which is crazy. (laughs) Which is mint. And then they had the reboot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sweet reboot. (sighs) Fuck you, new line. (laughs) But that was another one where, like, when we were on the best scream, like, obviously, the original version of that was when... um, they acted like the Tina was like the main girl in that film at the beginning. In what? In Elm Street. So oh, like, yeah, where they obviously they, they led with her having the nightmares and stuff yeah. like that, um, and then she was the first person to get killed. Oh, I never knew that. 
I've then, not watched them in ages, so... And then he bats over to Nancy, who's then obviously yeah. the main um, final girl, as they call I think uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was one of the first films I watched a bit too young. And uh, it's the little girls with the jump rope. Yeah. That have creeped me out ever since. It's just terrifying. And then you've got horrors like The Ring, where it's this demented girl. I think just like weird demented girls are just freaky as yeah. fuck. <laughs> Horrible. That... Exorcist, anything to do with a random like grungy girl looking like Billie Eilish, <laughs> 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 freaking popping up at you is gonna scare the shit out of you. Um, what film do you want to cover for? Because I want to do The Shining. Oh yeah. Do you know what'd be good as well? Clockwork Orange. Never what a film that is. You never watched never seen it. I know it's really raved about. And I feel quite it's nice. weird. It's quite, yeah, it's quite a strange film. It's a strange, strange film. Just really strange. What I watched last night? Complete massive tangent. Mary Poppins. <laughs> I've never properly watched it. To be honest, with you. anything like that. No, the old one because oh, Laura's okay. like bought the new one and then she went, "Oh, I've never seen the original." It's like, "What are you on about? You've never seen the original." So we ended up watching that last night. How weird is that? And like well outdated. Can't say yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't remember it. I mean, it's not something I reference often. No, me neither. But I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll like, I'll, yeah. I'll work on my Mac and watch it at the same time. And then was, I was sat there going like, this is really outdated. Jesus, I think this ends it, doesn't it? Yeah. We'll end with Mary Poppins. Mary fucking yeah. Poppins. You've got to get going, haven't you? Yeah. Um, future podcasts. Um, we're gonna get a. We're gonna get some guests on. We're gonna have some guests uh, on, yeah. We just need to sort from different from out. different backgrounds as well. So yeah, we're, we're very very so, excited. Yeah, yeah, a couple of people we've appreciated what they do and we're friends with. Yeah, and we like what they do. Well, they're all from like kind of a like music background. Music yeah, yeah. It's always either related to music or horror. Um, yeah, because that's what this is all about, or creative stuff. And then yeah, getting some friends on as well, just uh, talking about crazy stuff we've. Uh, Good up to ourselves um, and just stuff about themselves Tangents, as well. Like Seeing what they think about horror films, like when people talk about yeah. horror films and so on. So. <laughs> we are going to have a quiz for them, which we'll yeah give more details on soon to the time. Okay. A bit more than Ice Lemon. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be more um, forfeits other than eating Ice Lemons. Yeah, man. Lemons. Sweet. Sweet, let's finish it there. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started. Make this Valentine's Day one she'll remember forever with an engagement ring from jamesallen.com. James Allen knows each love story is unique. That's why they make it easy to custom design engagement rings at up to half the price of a traditional jeweler. Choose from tons of conflict-free diamonds, both natural and lab-grown, then pick your ring setting and metal. Shop the James Allen Valentine's Day sale and get 25% off with promo code ACAST. That's 25% off at jamesallen.com, promo code ACAST.